I'm Casey. And I'm Abby. And this is the Mindful Femme. This week, Abby and I are exploring what's written in the stars. <laughs> in this episode, we're talking all about astrology and educating ourselves and our listeners about some things that you might not have known about this ancient practice of astrology that predates back to the Babylonian era. So that's what, it's like 2,000 years ago? Yeah, a little bit ago. Just a, yeah, just just a, a few years ago. back, yeah. <laughs> And spoiler alert, there's more to it than just your sun sign. Let's get going. I'm so Wait excited. It. Let okay. me tell you, I have been through the ringer this week and yeah. read, a, read an entire book on astrology. And coming from kind of an astrology skeptic, yeah. I think, oh. I think we're going we're gonna to learn a lot about okay. um, what you can get from your sign, even if you are not a full believer in it yet I think we can convince you yeah I'm excited for this and I'm excited for your research I feel like I'm about to learn a lot too yeah it was really really helpful um but yeah and I'm excited to hear because Casey you definitely have done a lot more research I think on astrology in the past um than I have I've learned a lot about astrology from you so I think it'll be Aww. good to have this conversation where um one of us probably has more experience than the other but also having two very different perspectives on what a horoscope is. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've always kind of accidentally stumbled into astrology and I just really identify with it. I don't know. I feel like I thought Scorpios were really cool and then I am a Scorpio. We're both Scorpios. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, but cool. Let's get into it. So first off, let's get into what astrology is. For thousands of years, people have studied the stars and analyzed the planetary alignments, believing that they have influence on the human experience and the lives and personalities of individual people. So there are groups of people that believe in astrology as a science, and others, of course, that do not, because it's mostly rejected by the scientific community. Personally, I am a believer, and here is why. In our Law of Attraction and Manifestation episode, we briefly talked about the metaphysics of atoms and energy being affected by overall energetic forces of the universe, and I myself apply the same reasoning to astrology. And no, I am not a physicist, I'm only a scientist when I'm googling home remedies, but my belief is that the same energetic shifts that take place when planets and stars are moving into or out of alignment are still affecting us as people down here on Earth. And also, there's just so much energy that's contained in the universe, and probably the only scientific tidbit that I'm going to give today that's going to back up anything that I'm saying <laughs> is the one universal energetic law that says energy is neither created nor destroyed. So if you imagine all of the energy that goes into simply forming a child in the womb and then birthing that child, I'm sorry, you mean to tell me that the planetary energy being emitted at any given moment in time or space has no effect on creation and the formation of people. That's just my opinion. But, um, but anyways, <laughs> that's why I personally believe in astrology. I feel like when people hear astrology, they think um, people looking up at the sky and drawing a triangle and saying Illuminati. Like I think that people yeah. just think that you're pulling stuff out of your ass, honestly. Um yeah. But the, it is so true the the idea that, you know, there's science behind the tides and the way that the moon controls our entire planet just by mm -hmm. the pull between the moon and the earth. So you can't you cannot tell me that people's energy and movement is not at least somewhat affected yeah. by how we interact with the planets around us. It's true. I'm honestly... Again, I'm sure that there's a scientist out here who could probably slay me with some facts, but I think of what a lot of what science is and a lot of how physics and energy is based off of just natural forces in our universe. I don't know. I feel like they're one and the same sometimes. Coming into this as a skeptic, I think one thing to take from astrology is that there's no harm in believing in it and at least using the resources from looking at your chart and from learning about your signs. Mm -hmm. If anything, it should empower you to know that 
there there is a system out there that is supporting the idea that there are there are ways that you've been born and there are planets surrounding you that are supposed to be guiding you basically and that you do there's an idea out there that there is kind of a bit of a purpose like a life's purpose that you get to decide and is also somewhat influenced by the world around you like that kind of was empowering to me versus like deciding you know I'm just not gonna believe in it yeah exactly it makes you feel again just held by the universe I don't know it makes you feel like there's order out of things and actually I read something really interesting in some of the research that I did for this topic this week and one of the things that I found in relation to like is astrology scientific or why the scientific community does not accept astrology a lot of people that believe in astrology as a practice really uh, value order and really value making sense of the universe um so take that how you will but I feel like a lot of scientists and scientific research is kind of based off of this like existentialist idea that we're just trying to dive deeper and deeper into the universe because it has an infinite end and we don't know where it's going to go and there's no higher power. But whatever you believe in, um, I thought that was interesting because I do definitely use it in my life to create order and make sense of chaos. Um, And I think it is just like a calming. It does make you feel held. It makes you feel like life makes sense sometimes. Yeah, and it makes you feel understood. Like I think a lot of people... I mean, I do. I get pissed when I read a horoscope and I'm like, that makes no sense to me right now. Like, yeah, that does, not, that does not apply to my life in the slightest. And fair enough. I think that happens often for horoscopes. And sometimes horoscopes are really vague and they could be applied mm-hmm. to anyone. But there's also some sense of understanding and, yeah, being held when it does apply to you or you yeah. feel like, oh, I am being understood. Like th- someone is acknowledging or the world, the universe is acknowledging that this weird thing is happening to me or that's how I feel. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's nice. What's wrong with that? Right, exactly. There's nothing wrong with it. So <laughs> I'm excited to hear all that you have to bring to the table because you really went in for this. So I can't wait to learn. I did. I went in. And so, again, of the two of us, I'm definitely the astrology novice. So for this week, I went to my library and I borrowed this book called You Were Born for This by Chani Nicholas. And I could not recommend this book more. It helped me, just walked me through the basics of what a chart is and what your signs mean. And she really breaks it down in such a basic way. And the book is also arranged in this choose your own adventure format where once you discover your she has a website so you can put in your birth information and she'll give you your chart with all of your details and then you go through the book and she'll she's like you basically fill in the chart of like what sign is your son what house is your son in and what are the aspects of your sign so how they relate to stuff and then you go through your book and say like here's a section for if your son's in leo and you read that part of it and you get a little affirmation and some reflection questions it's very interactive so i really recommend this book for people who are newbies or just want to yeah learn more about their chart in general but yeah let me just break down so if you're worried that this is going to be confusing i've tried to make this as simple as possible because i too find it confusing (laughs) so the main thing I got from this book is that there are three keys to your birth chart there's your sun sign which is what everyone says is your horoscope your sign Mm -hmm. if you've never really researched astrology but you know what your sign is it's your sun sign and your sun sign basically represents your life's purpose Okay. That's all I'm going to say about it for right now. Wow. So that's the first key. Your second key is your moon sign. So your moon sign is your physical and emotional needs. It's more of how you experience and express your emotions and how Mm -hmm. more of how you live and interact emotionally and physically day to day. Okay. So, so actually the moon sign can sometimes be a little more applicable to people and people might feel like they connect more with their moon sign than their sun sign. Okay. That's really interesting. I kind of agree with that. Yeah. Personally, and I agree with that. <laughs> I, I, I definitely do too. Um, and the What's third... What's your moon sign? My moon sign is Leo. Ah, 
okay. Yeah. Um, and, and the third key to your chart is your ascendant and its ruler, the ascendant's ruler. And okay. this is your motivation, basically your motivation for existing, like your motivation okay. for getting up and living your life. And wow. um, the ruler is also kind of connected to the direction that your life is steered in. Okay. Um, and it can also be seen as the persona that you take on when you're presenting yourself to other people. Okay, gotcha. So these are the three keys, the sun sign, the moon sign, and the ascendant. Now we're going to talk about some of the other components of your horoscope that I'm sure you've heard and you're like, what the hell does this mean? Mm-hmm. So let's talk, <laughs> let's talk about the planets. So I'm sure you've heard things like my sun is, you know, Scorpio and it's in Venus. Like you, you start yeah. hearing planets getting thrown around. Okay. The planets are the basically the who of our charts. So planets have specific qualities that create conditions in our bodies and our lives and relationships. So to explain that, I'm sure you've studied or heard about Greek mythology when you yes. were younger. Roman, mm-hmm. Anyone read Percy Jackson out there? I know I did. Oh my so, God, I was such a Percy Jackson nerd. Yeah. So you probably remember things like Mars the personification of Mars being the warrior or the god of mm-hmm. war. Venus, the god of love. Um, mm-hmm. So that's a way that you can kind of personify the who of planets. Venus is considered the lover, the planet of love. Mars is considered the warrior. And if you think about it like that, it's like, oh, okay, so if my sign is within a certain planet, maybe it's going to take on this different form of this specific quality that this planet has. Okay. So it's going to create a type of condition. So if it was within Mars, maybe it's going to create a more um, conflicting condition or a more um, aggressive condition than if gotcha. it were in, within the Venus planet. Okay. okay. So the signs that we were talking about, like Scorpio, Leo, Libra, the signs are the how of our charts. And it is the way in which each planet in your chart functions in a certain style. So the sign is the how. It's the style of the sign. So, for example, okay. this is this is probably a little more familiar to people. For example, Scorpios, you and I, are considered intense mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> or mysterious. Um, Leos are considered creative and self-expressive. So just those typical like styles that you hear personality descriptions of signs. Okay. Wow, I'm learning so much. (laughs) Good. I'm glad. Okay. So I hope, especially the planets thing, I hope that's cleared some stuff up because the planets do have a meaning. It's basically like the condition in which you're putting your style. Okay. Might be putting it in a certain mood, if that makes sense. Gotcha. Um, Okay. So now we're going to break down the signs a little bit. Each sign. Great. Okay. So we're going to talk about modalities and elements. So each sign has a modality and each sign has an element. It's just Mm -hmm. a way to classify the signs. So a modality is basically telling us what each, what the job of each sign is. So each sign is either cardinal, fixed, or mutable modality. So Mm -hmm. for example, fixed signs like Scorpios, like us, we are considered to, it says stabilize the existing season. So it's about harnessing the power of a specific trait. Um, Ah. But in comparison, cardinal modality signs focus on the initiation. They're very good at like the start of new seasons. For example, Libras, who are cardinal signs, focus on initiating relationships. That's like part uh, strength of their sign. Okay. Um, And finally, mutable signs like Sagittarius focus on dispersing or letting go of a season in preparation for another okay Um, so it's kind of confusing the way I'm using season but basically think about it like if your sign I think the cardinal sign is a great example if your sign like Libra has a cardinal modality that means it's focus your sign has a strength and focusing on new beginnings and initiations versus if your sign has a mutable 
modality. That means your sign might be better at letting go of things. And your your personality might be better at um, releasing things that are no longer important to you. Okay. So we've talked about the modalities of signs. The next part is elements of signs. So each sign has an element. And this part is easy. I mean, who hasn't had a Avatar The Last Airbender phase? That's all it is. It's water, earth, fire, air. (laughs) It's the four, um, four elements. And each sign is assigned to an element. So there are 12 signs, three signs in each element. Um, and each element speaks to that sign's temperament. So, for example, the fire sign often acts on inspiration, like mm-hmm. Leo's. The earth sign acts on practicality. The air signs act via communication. And water signs, like us, Scorpios, mm-hmm. act on emotion. And that is true. And true. that definitely adds up. <laughs> <laughs> if I didn't act on emotion, I would, yeah. Yeah. Suddenly I was really connecting with my sign when I read that. <laughs> um, okay, so so let's recap. We've got our planets, the who of our signs, mm-hmm. our signs that can be in certain planets, the modality and elements of each sign. Okay. And one more element I want to talk about is houses. Mm, Do you know what houses are? Okay. I am so confused by this. So Okay. Yeah. Let's break it down. So there are 12 houses that each represent a section of the sky. This is how they're, the houses are determined um, for your sign. So houses represent a section of the sky as we see it from Earth. And they also each represent a portion of our life. Mm-hmm. So the idea is that any any part of your life can be broken down into a different house. So for example, the first house represents self, body, appearance, and vitality, while the sixth house represents work and health. Okay. And just a note on this part, there Mm -hmm. are a lot of ways that different astrologers um, quote unquote, quote, divide up the sky for the houses. So readings on houses can really vary depending on where you're getting your source, but um, it's just a way to to break it down um and the houses basically kind of consider what you focus on and what your strength is okay within the sign that you're looking at Mm -hmm. um i want to just add that one of my friends who is really into astrology told me this recently but when you have multiple planets i think it's three or more planets in one house that's considered you have an affinity for that house so that either means that you you feel really attuned to whatever the theme of that house is. So I guess if in your first house, which is your self, body, appearance, and vitality, if you have three or more planets in that house, then you have an affinity for the, the first house. Yes, very cool. And that just, that most likely means that you have an ease or you're very drawn to the power of that house. So like yeah. you're really drawn to if it's your first house yourself. focusing on yourself and your <laughs> your appearance You're beautiful um, yeah exactly so okay just breaking this down okay one way that the book talked about all of these elements is that a, w- a way a metaphor to understand it is that the planets are characters in a play so you're watching a play the planets are the characters in a play the signs are the style or flair of those characters Okay. So the style okay. or flair of those planets within our chart and the house denotes the set in which ah. the planets are living out the stories of the play. That's so cool. Okay. Yeah. That definitely helped me kind of put it all together. Yeah. Also, just to note, everyone has every planet and sign and house somewhere within their chart. It's just that the organization of the chart is completely unique. Okay. So just to empower you a bit, like your sun sign is really a small portion of your chart it's Mm -hmm. there's so much more going on in there it's just considered not as like strong as your sun sign yeah okay so just to go back so your sun sign is just your life's purpose it's kind of like your big picture Mm -hmm. and your moon sign like we had said is kind of like your physical body it's your communication it's your day-to-day and I found this really empowering that like the sun sign is not all I can use to connect with my horoscope like Mm -hmm. it turns out a lot of my moon sign is actually a lot more 
I feel like relatable to me than wow. my sun sign. And you know, um, I guess for you, it's interesting because you're dating someone whose sun sign is your moon sign. Yeah, which I found really interesting. And also, again, w- like weird because like last night I was talking with him and I took out the book and I was like, all right, we're going to go through your chart and we're going to talk about like Don't what you your sun sign and your moon sign is. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. the the weird thing was like for him, like a lot of the stuff that Leo, the sun sign says, like we both were like, that's not really you. Like that doesn't really connect to what you see yourself as, what other people see you as. Like, I feel like this, the sun actually isn't as accurate as people make it out to be by just talking about it all the time. So yeah, I really like that part of it, but yeah, I want to hear you break down a bit of, (laughs) of, of the signs and their traits because Casey is really good at like basically she's one of those people who will ask you your sign and then know what sign you were before she asked. (laughs) I, okay. Yeah. This is kind of like my party trick that I (laughs) used to do in college. I would meet someone and try and guess their sun sign. And I am pretty good at it. Sometimes I just get a really strong like inkling from people and I can at least pinpoint what element they are. And based on characteristics, I kind of run through all the months in my head. I'm like, okay, if you're born in January, okay, you might be a Capricorn, but, um, yeah. <laughs> you just do math. That's how you do Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only time I'm good at math. Um, but yeah, like we were saying earlier, I think I've always kind of been casually involved with astrology. I think as a kid, I always read the astrology columns in magazines and just really was like, yeah, I'm Scorpio. Like I'm a badass. I'm mysterious. I'm manipulative. <laughs> like, oh god but I actually don't really like you were saying there's a lot of things about being a Scorpio that I actually don't identify with like I don't really think I'm manipulative I don't think I'm very mysterious I actually think I am super trusting with people um to a fault sometimes so it is interesting so it's good to kind of like run through these things again and learn that we do identify with different signs in our chart more so than others because that makes a lot of sense to me so for me recently, um, what's been kind of helping me get more into astrology and learn more about it is that I bought an Oracle card deck. And so for people who don't know what Oracle cards are, they're really similar to tarot cards, but whereas tarot cards can pinpoint more like exact experiences and events that might come to pass in your life. Oracle cards are a lot more about like general themes and events like Um, general energies at play in certain areas of your life, if that makes sense. Um, So I thought it would be fun for us, for us to do a brief overview of some of the characteristics of each sign, and then we can kind of talk about if we know people that are these signs. Um, Oh, I would love this. This is so helpful for me because I, when I go on those websites and start reading the descriptions of signs, I'm like, I just don't, I don't understand. So I think this will be so helpful. Okay. Yes, let's do it. Um, So a lot of people actually don't know this, but in astrology, the year starts in the sign of Aries. So Aries takes place in the month of April. Shout out to my mom, the Aries in my life. Um, (laughs) So Aries, yeah, is considered the first of the zodiac, and then Pisces is considered the last. Um, And so remember, like we said, everyone has multiple signs at play in different placements, and many times when you're perceiving someone, that would be their rising or ascendant sign, but it's also possible for you to pick up on people's moon and sun signs well. So as I've learned more about astrology, I think it's confused me because I'm like, yeah, I pick up on people's sun signs really easily. Um, But if anything, I think I would pick up more on their ascendant signs. So for Aries, Aries are considered enthusiastic, confident, quick-witted, and then the two negatives would be that they're selfish and quick-tempered. Um... Again, my mom is in Aries. <laughs> if you were born between March 21st and April 19th, you're gotcha. in Aries. Okay. Um, ah, and really quick note. So a lot of people can be born on a cusp. And so the cusp of each sign is considered like the three to, I think, six days between transitions. So say... For example, you said the last date for Aries is April 19th? Yep. Okay, so say you're born on April 19th. 
you would actually be a cusp between Aries and Taurus. Um, I feel like this would be a deadly combo, but in a good way. Um, <laughs> Crazy combo. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you would be an Aries-Taurus cusp. And so that would mean that you, your sun sign has a lot of characteristics of both Aries and Taurus because you're born in that transitory period. Um, so yeah, I actually know a lot of people that are born on cusps. And each cusp has a certain title. So I don't know what the Aries-Taurus cusp is, but they're all kind of like you were saying earlier, they're all like, um, actors in a play. So, oh my God, I didn't know that that was, there's a title for them. Yeah. Actually, let me look that up. Let me, I'm curious what the Aries Taurus cusp is. Are you on a cusp? Cause I know I am. You, okay. I am actually not. I, Scorpios are interesting because Scorpios are broken up into three different sections. And so, uh, there's, I forget what the first one is called. You would fall into the first one. So the first one is Scorpio Prime. And then it's like Scorpio, um, whatever the secondary Scorpio is. But the Scorpio Primes are supposed to be the most closely aligned with their sun sign. And then as you stray from that, then it kind of strays out of Scorpio. And I don't know if other signs do this, but like depending on which part of the month you're born into um, will determine your traits as a Scorpio as well. That's so interesting. But just know, yeah, each cusp has a name. So, like I said, my mom is an Aries, and I love my mother. And all I will say is, you know, she embodies both positive and negative qualities of Aries. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so moving on to Taurus now. Uh, Taurus are patient, warm-hearted, security-loving, possessive, and inflexible. And this is... I love Tauruses. Me too. I feel like some people have people in their lives like signs that they draw a lot of those signs to them and I just have a lot of Taurus friends in my life and they're my favorite friends I mean all my friends are my favorite friends (laughs) but but Tauruses yeah I really vibe with them yeah me too I have quite a few Taurus friends in my life and if you listen to our travel episode last (laughs) last week um the almost like half the people that I went on that trip to Europe with um where half my crazy stories are from were Tauruses and they're just such fun loving people and very easy to get along with I think yeah shout out to our friend Natalie she's my girl Nat (laughs) yeah oh I love her yeah so I guess okay so yeah from what you what it says here do you think that these are qualities that embody your Taurus friends yeah, I think so. I'm I think particularly of um my Taurus friends like they're pretty I something that I don't see on here that I guess warm-hearted kind of um embodies is just like calming presence. Like okay. they're they're very fun, like super fun to be around, mm-hmm. but they also make you feel at ease. It's true. Yeah. I know I jokingly like I think Taurus hold me down. I think that as a Scorpio, and we'll get into this, as a Scorpio, I feel a lot of times really emotionally tumultuous, and there's very few people in my life that can check me and tell me like it is without me getting defensive, and I allow my Taurus friends to do that because I like genuinely value their opinions, and I know that they're coming from just like a really grounded, centered place. Yes. And I'm like, yeah, they probably know what's up. Absolutely. Also, just so people know, the Taurus time period is from april 20th to may 20th yeah so if you're born in that time period you're taurus and i love you (laughs) (laughs) um okay so the next one is gemini i just (laughs) some of these signs i hate to hate on them but i i give them a bad rep um but gemini is one of them but we gotta love our gemini's so Geminis are communicative, witty, lively, but they can also be superficial and inconsistent. Do you have any thoughts here on that? I'm trying to think. Well, I'm trying to think of, again, I think people, if you don't understand the signs, Casey taught me this, basically think of people in your life that fit into <laughs> these signs and then see if you could, that can help you remember, like apply the signs to your life. So yeah. I have one of my best friends from high school is a Gemini and 
Okay, this is so random, but I feel like my only friends that have tattoos of their signs are Geminis. Whoa. Do you do you know anyone who is a Gemini who has a sign? Like my friend got um she got a Gemini sign on her finger, like a tattoo. Interesting. No. I mean, I have like a couple of Gemini friends, but yeah, no, they don't have tattoos of their sign. <laughs> <laughs> um so the f- only friend that I can think of right now that has their birthday in this time. If you do have your birthday in this time, I'm sorry. I just like, I'm kind of bad at remembering. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's definitely very lively. Um, yeah. But not, and I don't, I think superficial probably is not the word to describe it, but just like the Geminis I know do care about what other people think of them. Okay. Um, Actually, and that's okay. not that's not ju- like necessarily a bad thing. It's just like they're very aware of how other people are perceiving them. Yeah, like image oriented. Yeah. Okay. And and then inconsistent. I don't know if inconsistent again would be the word I would think of, but maybe just like that they can kind of be all I guess inconsistent is right. They can be all over the place. Like so their nice their personality can be in like many places at once. Yeah. Oh, that's a really sweet way of saying it. To <laughs> do you have do you have some friend. have some Gemini's done you wrong, Casey? I think no, but I think here's my thing that I'm really not judgmental. I'm really quick to judge someone's character, mm-hmm. um, and I love the Gemini's that have been in my life. But I do think a lot of them, like you were saying, are very image oriented. And so for those of you who don't know, Gemini's sign is represented by twins. And so each twin kind of represents the duality of a Gemini's personality. So a lot of Geminis get a, get a bad rep for like flipping the script. So they kind of have two personalities that they take on. Mm, now, my, yeah, so my experience with Gemini's has been that when it's one-on-one, I feel like I really connect with Gemini's. I feel like we can go there. We can have good conversations. But a lot of my Gemini friends when we're in big groups of people, do care a lot what people think about them, and it kind of causes them to be more superficial um, and just change, like, their personalities. And so Mm. for me, that's a red flag, but a lot of people are like, I get it, you just adapt to the groups of people that you're with. So, no, no one has really done me wrong. I think I'm just, like, that's just, you know, something that I'm hypersensitive towards. Right, and I guess if you're a Gemini, it's just something to look out for that that comes easily to you yeah um and that if you were born in between may 21st and june 20th you're a gemini all right so what's okay. up with cancer okay what is up with cancer so cancers are <laughs> born cancers are born also you should totally look up the like symbols for each of your signs i think they're so cute to look at mm-hmm. um i'm looking at one right now but yeah cancers <laughs> cancers are born between june 21st and july 22nd and the descriptors for cancer are they're emotional, intuitive, sympathetic. Um, they can also be a bit clingy and mm-hmm. moody. <laughs> what do you know about cancers in your life, Casey? Um, so I'm a cancer moon. Ooh. Yeah. And I'm super emotional. I feel like a lot of people in my life know that about me. Um I am very sympathetic. I mean, I, I identify like clingy, moody. I think I'm pretty good with not being moody. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, you know, hold strong feelings for people and they're someone who's really important to me. So not clingy per se, but I definitely feel things deeply. I have been told that I'm very intuitive with certain things and like emotionally intuitive. Me, okay, and we can talk about this, but I actually have experienced that a lot of times when people are my sign or they're like one of my signs, I really struggle to identify what their sign is. I can identify maybe the element that their sign is in, but for some reason I have a hard time reading them. And I think cancer women are the hardest for me to guess their sign. I don't think I've ever guessed that someone was a cancer, but it's usually when I can't figure out what they are, they're always a cancer. That's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't I rarely guess that someone's a Scorpio to be honest. Yeah. Huh. I wonder why that is. Yeah, what do you weird. know about cancers? What's your experience? Oh, I know very little about cancers to be honest. Okay. I'm trying to think of people that have their birthday in this time frame and I'm kind of struggling. Um but yeah, I'll keep thinking. Okay. I'll see if anyone comes up in my head. Okay. Well, you know the next one. Oh, I know the next one very well. <laughs> Um, the next one is Leo's. Leo's are born between July 23rd and August 22nd, and they're known as open-minded, generous, faithful, 
um, and they can be bossy or pompous. <laughs> I know a lot of Leos, like a lot. Wow. Yeah. So they're oh, very. You do actually. I, off the top of my head, know you have a lot of Leos in your life. Oh, yeah. Oh, also, I totally just thought of um, a Cancer. Mm-hmm. One of my best friends from school, my former roommate, and she completely, I, it's really weird. Like a lot of the things that cancer says, I don't think about immediately with her, but, okay. but they, they do kind of add up when I think more about it, if that makes sense. Okay. Like, okay. um, but anyway, okay. Leo's. So yeah, my, just one person, my boyfriend's a Leo. Mm-hmm. And when, again, like I said, we were, when we were talking about this last night, it was really funny because we were like, yeah, you are not a lot of things that come out of Leo often is like attention seeking yeah. and um, like demanding the room. The book I was reading to him was talking a lot about swagger and the way mm-hmm. that you like <laughs> the way that people look when you enter a room. And we were just like, yeah, that's not you at all. Like he's, <laughs> you were like, he's, no one actually. Lo- no, I'm just kidding. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I, I do think he has like he it's funny because I don't think he understands it but like when he enters a room people do like take notice but Mm. he also is I think he connects a lot more with those other characteristics of like being very open-minded and very generous but those and they're things that come naturally to him but I don't think he identifies with very well that like okay and and I, I again don't find him very bossy or pompous at all but I think that's kind of those qualities kind of connect with like that um someone who just like gets drawn a lot of attention yeah okay okay cool so what Leos do you know in your life Casey that you feel like apply or don't apply to it yeah um well I was with the Leo um formerly a Scorpios and Leos wow no right we somehow find each other but I also (laughs) have Actually, one of my best friends is a Leo, and I don't feel like she is like a Leo at all. I mean, I think she's open-minded. She's super generous um, and faithful. I don't think she's bossy or pompous, kind of like yeah. you were saying with your boyfriend. I feel like she doesn't exemplify those things, but also her moon or her rising is a Pisces, and I think she definitely identifies more with being a Pisces. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's just interesting like thinking about the people that you're like, oh, those that does not apply to them at all, but then when you think about like their rising or maybe their moon, it's mm-hmm. like, oh. Yeah. That kind of that definitely like leads more into what I would pick for them. Yes. The one thing I will say though is that um a lot of the signs have really characterizing physical traits. So not like, you know, not like, oh, every Taurus has blue eyes. Not like that. But like maybe like Scorpios are known for having really intense eyes and like keeping intense eye contact. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Shoot, I didn't know that. Yeah. And Leos are known for like having really like one physical trait that's really captivating. Like you see them and they just stand out to you for that one unique physical trait oh, that they have. Oh, that's so interesting, because every Leo that I know definitely has that. Yeah. That is so interesting. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, what? honestly, I don't, have, I don't have a super amount of Leos in my life, but yeah, that's what I've read before. I have my, and you know her, my, one of my former roommates and close friends is like a Leo. Yeah. Again, like to a T again, not, I, it's hard to say like my friend is bossy or pompous and I don't think she is at all. Yeah. Um, but the like positive traits of a Leo, I'm like, oh, she is absolutely yeah. like everything about a Leo is like she's so much her. She eyes. Like she's beautiful eyes. Yes. And she absolutely demands I don't think she's attention seeking at all but she absolutely demands present when she walks yeah. in a room everyone's eyes are on her like wow. because she's gorgeous but also it's just like her energy uh-huh yeah yeah wild wild Crazy. okay moving on we've got Virgo next okay. Virgos are born between August 23rd and September 22nd and some traits about them they're meticulous reliable practical they can be perfectionists and harsh I have a Virgo in my life or again like from my past that I feel like totally connects to this yeah yeah um yeah the the Virgo I'm thinking of is like someone who she's like type a perfectionist mm -hmm. very 
like very did really well in school like super smart um just kind of seemed to other people like she knew her shit and but at the same time like sometimes that rubbed people the wrong way she could be so honest that like it ended up hurting people yeah um but she kind of was like who cares i'm being honest (laughs) and it's right what i'm (laughs) what i'm saying is right so it doesn't matter yeah get over it yeah virgos are not really about worrying about what people are gonna think of the truth that they think is the truth Hmm. I also think about my mom. My mom's a Virgo, and she. <laughs> we always have this problem when we communicate because she will just tell it to me like it is, mm-hmm. and I'll tell her like, "Give me the truth." But then when she, sometimes when she tells me the truth, it just sounds yes. too, um, hurtful or it sounds too negative to me. Yeah. Like she could yeah. seem almost like a, a pessimist. Okay. But I think in her mind, that's just her being honest. Like that's her not, not trying to be optimistic about something that isn't positive. Yeah. Yeah. I think Virgo is another one of the signs that I attract a lot of in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, my brother is a Virgo. He's definitely meticulous. Definitely tell it like it is. Um, does not care about the emotional, like, I'm going to tell you the truth and like, suck it up. Like it is what it is. You ask me, um, I do have, actually, you know, her, one of my friends that works with you, um, is a Virgo. Oh, yeah. that totally, I, you know, I barely know her and I could totally see yeah, her as a Virgo. She's such a Virgo. Oh my God. I feel like people are going to be like, what does that mean? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, she's definitely a perfectionist. She's really reliable, super meticulous with her work. And I mean, you can attest to that. You've told me some stuff, um, that I didn't even know her from the perspective of like working. I just know her as someone I've known since I was really little. Um, but yeah, and she's also like very straight up, very tell it like it is. So yeah, it totally makes sense. She's, I mean, from a work perspective, she's very reliable. Her bosses love her and she's super detailed in like yeah. her notes and her work. So yeah. there you yeah. Have it. Okay. So the next sign is Libra. Libras are described as diplomatic, romantic, easygoing, and they can also be indecisive and easily influenced. Do you have any Libras in your life? Oh, let me think. Oh, I totally do. And let me see. So is he diplomatic, romantic? He's one of the most romantic people I've ever met. He is so cute with his girlfriend. It's insane. Aww. They like live like a fairy tale. Wow. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know if he's that indecisive or easily influenced. Okay. Um, also, if you're a Libra, you're born between September 23rd and August, October 22nd. Okay. Okay. Um, do you have Libras in your life? I do. One of my other best friends is a Libra. Um, yeah, I feel like growing up, love and romance always came really easily to her. Like, I feel like it was really easy for her to date people. And like, she was just so alluring in that way. Um, she also is very, very fair. Like with everything she does, she tries to be equitable, um, and think about it from all sides. Um, even if people wrong her, I love her and she's so giving, but I feel like, yeah, sometimes she's too fair with people in her life. And I'm like, no, you have to judge people a little bit. Oh my gosh. Wait, I totally forgot that one of my best friends is a Libra too. Oh, well, there you go. Um, and she, let me just say, she is like, again, one of the most romantic people I've ever met with her and her partner. They're just so like, I don't know. She's very giving in that sense. Very loving. I would one of like not it's not a problem she would absolutely attest to this um she's indecisive in a social sense like Mm -hmm. when we make plans to hang out she will often cancel at the last minute just because she's one of those people that kind of like needs a lot of energy to go socialize so in that way she can be pretty indecisive um Oh my God, that's so interesting. I'll tell but you once you like hang out with her, she's like pretty easygoing. Okay. That's so. Do you have a similar yeah, no, Libra in your life? This just happened to my friend who's a Libra last week. She made dinner plans with people and then she was like, oh, like I'm just feeling like it's going to be a lot of effort to go. I just have to have a lot of energy to go do this. And she canceled. Wild. <laughs> yeah. I hope I didn't just out her, but I didn't. We didn't use any names. So. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I feel like my friend who knows who listens will know who she yeah, is, I and I love you so much. Aww. And you are you're my favorite Libra. <laughs> okay, 
The next sign is Scorpio. So The best sign. Yes. Scorpios <laughs> are often described as awesome, amazing, and the best sign. And there's no negatives there. So that's and, and that's it. Let's go. <laughs> um, no, yeah. Scorpios. See, I didn't need to make this list. Um, but I did. So here we are. Scorpios are often described as powerful, passionate, magnetic, but can also be resentful and obsessive. Scorpios are born between October 23rd and November 21st. Yes. (laughs) Um, So let's just talk about ourselves. You know, we've outed other people. Time to out ourselves. Let's be real. (laughs) Yeah, let me out myself. Um, yeah, I'm definitely powerful. No, um, (laughs) I do feel honestly, I mean, this might come across as really weird, but I feel like I do have a lot of power in my life and I feel like influential, like I feel very influential over people and not to be manipulative, but I feel like, yeah, I do have strong powers of influence. Um, I think I would describe myself as passionate. I'm really passionate about the things that I'm interested in and that I get involved in a lot of my life surrounds the things that I'm passionate about. Um, I have had people tell me I'm magnetic. Wow. I feel like this is just a, all right, let me just tell you how amazing. (laughs) No, but (laughs) I mean, if we're being real, like, no, I've had people tell me I am very magnetic that they felt drawn to me. Um, I do meet a lot of like strangers that will say that to me, which is kind of weird sometimes, but, Mm -hmm. um, also flattering. Um, and again, I did make this list, so I put resentful because, you know, I want to be, I want to be balanced. I do tend to hold grudges sometimes. I'm working on that. Um, and obsessive, I think obsessive from the standpoint of the things that I really care about, I think about them a lot and I tend to turn over problems in my head as much as I can before moving on from them. So yeah, definitely a Scorpio to the core. But what about you, Abby? Yeah, I think some of these things I would feel less comfortable saying that I'm I am than others. So, well, for example, when you were talking about the eye contact thing and that Scorpios are known for that, mm-hmm. I've had a lot of people tell me just after first interactions um, that they feel drawn to me because of my eye contact. Mm. Like I am very very into eye contact. Yeah. Um, in terms of showing people that I'm listening and understanding them and people say that that puts them at ease. So um, I definitely connect with that. In terms of passion, I also agree. I think that everything I do in my life is kind of driven by that. Like Mm -hmm. I'm very driven by everything I'm doing, having a passion for that. Um, And also um, something that Scorpios are known for is being very sexual beings. And we can't ignore it. It's it's the truth (laughs) of our sign. It is what it is. And you know what? I do think it is one of our strengths. And that's all I will say. I think that it definitely connects with our sign. (laughs) Um, And I do absolutely see myself as the way you said obsessive. Like, not that I, I I think I can very easily become obsessed over something. Mm -hmm. But I also think it's just that I am overthink things a lot and will continue to think about things until I think about something else. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. Well, we basically don't have to say the other signs because they all are yeah, in comparison. Yeah. <laughs> um, but okay. All right. Let's do Sagittarius. So Sagittarius are freedom loving, good humored, honest, and can also be irresponsible and even considered awkward. Huh. Interesting. And um, Sagittarius signs are born between november 22nd and december 21st okay cool do you know any sagittarius um (laughs) yeah i know a couple actually my one of my roommates my freshman sophomore year of college was a sagittarius she's definitely like definitely freedom loving she loves to travel that's another really huge aspect of sagittarius um she loves to laugh she's very straight up it's less like Virgo, where Virgo's kind of harsh with their honesty. I feel like Sagittarius are just, like, straight-up honest about how they're feeling and what's going on with them. Um, I also did have an RA my senior year of college that was a Sagittarius, and he was funny, but he it was, like, an awkward humor. I found him really, really funny, but it was just so low-down funny that it was borderline awkward. Um... And he was also a really free spirit. Like, he would wear, like, flowy patterned pants and had a hammock in his room and would sleep in that instead of his bed. And, like, 
Oh, fun. Yeah, so he was interesting. But do you know any Sagittarius? Um, off the top of my head, my sister is one. Oh, okay. And I think uh, she's definitely good humored. She's very funny. Um, she is honest to a fault. Like sometimes she'll be so honest with me that it makes that it hurts my feelings. <laughs> but she doesn't see it that way. Yeah. Like just being honest. Um, wow, you and your mom. I mean, your sister and your mom. I know. It's it's just because I'm a Scorpio and very sensitive yeah, and emotional. Um, <laughs> she can she can be awkward in the sense that like she really hates um, when we're in public and someone embarrasses her like if she's like very aware of other people and like if we embarrass her she will get very awkward about it and like uncomfortable um sorry i'm kind of calling her out (laughs) but um i don't think she's like i don't think other people see her as awkward but i think sometimes she can feel awkward okay okay that makes sense okay so capricorns are born between december 22nd and january 19th um and they are ambitious disciplined humorous um, pessimistic mm-hmm. and sometimes hold grudges. Okay. So my dad and his girlfriend are both Capricorns. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, my dad is really ambitious. He's always like work. He's very work oriented. He's always been work oriented. Um, his discipline probably rivals that of anybody that I know in my life. And I think I am equally as disciplined because he just taught me that at such a young age And, like, discipline in the sense that someone will say, oh, it's really hard for me to fight cravings. Like, I'm addicted to chocolate, and I need it. My dad could love chocolate. It could be his favorite thing in the world. And he's like, no, I'm good. I'm just going to stop eating it cold turkey and, like, not have chocolate for five years. And that's no big deal for him. Um, So, yeah, it's interesting. And he's also, of course, very humorous. Like, he's really funny, even though they're just dad jokes, but... Um, (laughs) dad jokes are actually funny Um, as for the pessimism I feel like he just keeps it real I feel like he's not pessimistic per se but he's just kind of like practical like he's just kind of like this is is what it is and yeah Hmm. and the holding grudges I don't to my knowledge he doesn't but I don't know that's good yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay Aquariuses are Um, born between January 20th and February 18th, Mm -hmm. and they are known as humanitarians. They're intellectual. They're friendly. They can also be unpredictable and seen as unemotional. Gotcha. Okay. Do you know any Aquarius? Oh, no one is coming to mind with a birthday in this zone. Do you know any? I do. Two of my roommates... This is what I think is funny. Real quick side note. I think what's funny is like, yeah, as you become more into astrology, you do tend to identify everyone in your life based on their signs. So I can honestly say I know someone of every sign in my life. Um, yeah, so two of my former roommates were Aquarius and both very humanitarian minded. Like one of my friends um, was really interested in like nonprofit work, um, international nonprofits. She's super smart and one of the friendliest people I know. I think the unemotional aspect is more like you have to prompt her to talk about her emotions. Like Mm -hmm. there are some people like myself that are just really open with how they're feeling emotionally. And she's definitely someone where you have to ask her a couple of times, like, how are you doing? How are you feeling? How does that make you feel? Why does it make you feel like that? She's not very like forthcoming with, yeah, this happened. And you know, I'm feeling this way. Like you definitely have to pull that out of her, but not to say that they're unemotional. I think Aquarius are just known for being very like in their heads they do tend to intellectualize a lot of what's going on with them and not really conceptualize things as as emotionally as they would mentally gotcha okay that's interesting yeah but our last one is Pisces so Pisces are born um, between February 19th and March 20th and they're seen as sensitive and kind and intuitive And they're also easily influenced and can be idealists. Okay. So, you know, there's a stare, like, I guess not a stereotype, but because Pisces is the last sign of the Zodiac, a lot of people equate Pisces with kind of like the baby of the Zodiac. So. Interesting. Yeah. When I read those two, like easily influenced and idealist, you kind of picture like a younger sibling that's a little bit naive and Mm. just really excited about the world and kind of gullible. 
Um, I know a Pisces. Okay. Does that ring true at all? <laughs> the descriptors of this person is like so accurate. It's insane. <laughs> um, yeah. The all of the descriptors are like, yeah, that's that's the person in my life. The person that I'm thinking of is like, they're very they're very motivated and like in that way they're an idealist like they have this picture of their perfect life and they are going to get that picture of their life even though they're like it's almost seems like too good to be true okay um but you know maybe that's also just they're using the law of attraction in the right way yeah Um, there you go (laughs) but they're also very sensitive and in a good way like they're very in tune with other people's feelings but they also can be too easily emotion okay. uh, too easily influenced by other people's emotions okay. i think okay. um and in that way they're both in- easily influenced and sensitive so okay hmm. yeah i mean yeah i know a couple pisces i i think these are also really accurate definitely sensitive like some of the most sensitive people that i've come across mm. and really like yeah just really kind people they're very nice and sweet yeah Um, like you were saying a little bit idealist like oh this is what my life is gonna be like it's gonna be butterflies and rainbows and not to say that that's bad you know I like that yeah it's good it's like they have good motive in their life yeah Yeah. so okay so those are our 12 zodiac signs and let's dive into the resources now actually I want to say something other than dive in what do you want to say (laughs) Let's transition now into some resources for you guys. Resources. I feel like we need a little like jingle when we start resources. You know, that would be really cute. Let's try and do that going forward. I don't know what the heck it will be. We could do like, oh, we could do like resources. (laughs) Oh, whoa. That sounds (laughs) hype. Yeah. (laughs) Um, What did that remind me of? It's the voice. I just realized. Yeah, this is the (laughs) voice. Oh, oh my, god. my god okay let's just okay. do it <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay so first we have some really cool instagram accounts for you guys to follow so the first one is sanctuary world and there's also um an astrology app but i follow them on instagram and i really like them so they do quick astrological breakdowns of the traits of the signs and a lot of them are kind of venn diagrams so they're showing they'll show the unity of a lot of the signs and traits that they have in common Um, and then certain aspects of each sign that are just really specific to that sign. So that's one that I really like. And then the other is KX stars. Um, we'll link all these down below, of course, so that you guys can get the spelling and everything, but she's an astrologist and her memes are so funny. I just love astrology memes. Um, and she makes some of the best ones out there. So I recommend following her. Um, then there's Scorpio Mystique. Abby knows this because I raved to her about Scorpio Mystique. Oh, love her. Yes. Um, Scorpio Mystique, sorry, is just for the Scorpios out there. Um, and <laughs> the woman who does these, she's an amazing astrologist. Her name is Dose Villa, and she does weekly, daily, and even monthly horoscopes for Scorpios. And they're so, so accurate. I've like Abby knows this. I've They're sent her so some. good. Yes, I have sent her some. Like after we've had a conversation, and I have verbatim said something to you, I've sent you a horoscope that says the thing that I was just talking to you about. Yeah, it's a wild. She also has a really good um, newsletter that mm-hmm. you can sign up for, and she also, I think, she also runs this website called Know the Zodiac, and oh, yeah. that gives horoscopes for all signs. So if you're interested oh, cool. in that, okay. and you you can trust like definitely trust her um skills because her scorpio sign stuff is good and she yeah. herself is a scorpio yeah she so. knows what she's talking about and she also does. she does um a sex zodiac i don't know if that appeals to some people but you know if you're perusing through her newsletter or website she also does that to let you know what's happening in your sex life <laughs> wait what i didn't know that yeah i'll send whoa. it to you <laughs> whoa i'm intrigued um, yeah it's pretty cool And the next uh, Instagram account is called Sisters Village, and this is just a really holistic, I don't know, I just really like it. They'll do in-depth descriptors of each of the zodiac signs, but it kind of talks about them as people in your life. So it'll be like, this is what a Scorpio mother is like, or this is what a Virgo brother is like, things like that. Um, 
yeah, I, I really love her. So yeah, Sisters Village on Instagram. And then, Very cool. Yeah. Okay. To read, mm-hmm. um, obviously I talked about this. This is where I got like all my information this week. It's called You Were Born for This. It's okay. by Chani Nicholas. And this is like a relatively new book. I think it's from this year, maybe oh, last wow. year. Okay. Um, and like I said, it's a super interactive book. It's really good at breaking down all of the components of signs. Yeah, it's from this year. Um, so could not recommend this book more. The next one is Moon Omens. So this is also an in- Instagram account, but... If you sign up for their newsletter, you get daily messages to your inbox, and they are really specific. So they alert you of shifting planetary alignments and how they'll be affecting your sign um, and just you in general. They do a lot of ones with like Mercury in retrograde or Pluto in retrograde, and they just sort of break down all of the themes that are in place during this time. Um, so I really like them, and I believe they also do meditations too. If you're new to astrology and you're not quite there yet, I get that. If you're a seasoned astrology person or interested, um, they do like manifestations around the time of the new moon and they'll do like full moon um, stuff. It's pretty cool. I like them a lot. Very cool. And our last section is stuff to watch. Yes. Okay, Abby, if you have not already, please go on YouTube and find Bracca Goldsmith. She is a cutie little astrologer. She's an older woman, and she's so cute. Um, And she does horoscopes, and she'll just do, like, a breakdown, and she has a big chart, and she'll move the planets with her as she's talking. And she'll just, I don't know, she opens every video. She's like, hello, beautiful Scorpio. And, like, you're like, oh, my God, hi, Bracca. Um, But, yeah, they're really accurate. I find her super accurate as well. Awesome. Um, okay. And then this is astrology based, but it kind of touches into tarot a little bit. So for those of you who are not familiar, there are online tarot card readings and you can go on YouTube and you can find tarot readers that will pull tarot cards for each zodiac sign to kind of tell you specifically what's happening, say during the month of August. So one account that I really love, she's called the tarot priest and she does individualized tarot readings for each zodiac sign Um, for individual messages, like, who's thinking about you right now? Or what is your higher self trying to tell you? Um, And also, like I said, monthly outlooks. So she's great. Cool. And lastly, we just wanted to talk real quick about apps. Mm -hmm. So I know a lot of people who have used a bunch of different apps. I myself have used a few apps. From my perspective, the app that I use that I like the most right now is called Nebula. Um, And it gives you daily horoscopes, um it's really good at giving you all the details of your sign like for example if it's fixed or if it's mutable or if it's a fire sign or a water sign and it gives you these um gives you the things like key astrology events um for example like what planets are in opposition of each other which could affect stuff your lunar calendar it also gives you a percentage of your love career and health for the day so like for example today my love is at 80 percent, so it's a day that like I could focus on that versus career and also gives me a focus of the day so my focus of the day is harmony so I like it it's just like cute nice and you can look at um, other signs horoscopes as well if you want oh that's pretty cool yeah um I've used the pattern in the past. I'm not really using anything right now, but yeah, pattern. the pattern is one I really like, and it'll give you your whole chart, so it'll tell you um, your rising, your moon, and some other planetary alignments for you. And what I really like about the pattern is not only that it's really accurate, but also you can friend people on pattern, and they will tell you what sort of placements those people have that are the same placements that you have and how you connect with them based off of that. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, and they'll, and they'll do, they kind of theme your readings into certain events. So they'll say, right now you're undergoing an awakening, and then they break down what that means for you, and then you can go on your friends who also use the pattern, and you can see if they're, they got the same thing too, if they're also in a period of awakening as well. So it's cool. That's cool. Yeah. But, um, okay, yeah, I think that's all the resources that we have. So, in this episode, we talked a lot about astrology. Abby, thank you so much for educating all of us on our planets and fixed and muted signs. 
um, all of the stuff that I didn't know, planetary alignments, all of it. Thank you. Yeah. And thank you for giving us the breakdown of each sign and getting to talk a little bit about what makes each sign unique. That's always helpful for me to like better understand the sign is just to kind of like talk out the people that we do know in each yeah. sign and how they represent it. Yeah. No, this was fun. I love astrology. So I'm glad we got to do an episode about this. Me too. And if you're still, you know, feeling kind of iffy about is this thing really how accurate is this really just a reminder it's it's just a way to look at life you do not if you're taking your horoscope as bible like <laughs> that's that might be a little too much you yeah. know it's fun it's kind of fun to just like think of it as a another way to be able to interpret what's going on in your life and in other people's lives exactly i think the way i think of it is just like another form of spiritual guidance that kind of directs my life but doesn't take over or you know control it um but okay so we hope you guys take the opportunity to look up some of these resources and learn more about astrology if it's something you're interested in and thank you guys so much for listening to this episode thank you guys we'll talk to you next week bye Bye.